0: time for cigar talk the fastest growing cigar show in the nation whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado we have something for everyone bringing you the best interviews cigar reviews and weekly giveaways so grab yourself a cigar
1: it's time to light them
0: up Welcome back, Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. We have special co-hosts with us today. We have Sean from the Big Metroplex, and he's also a tequila expert. So we're going to get some pairings from him in a little bit. How are you doing today, Sean? Doing all right. Doing all right. Nice, man. So hey, thanks for joining us this week. You guys know uh, Brian's on vacation. He's up in St. Louis. We're actually recording from Enfuego in McKinney, Texas. Great lounge if you haven't been by there. And we're going to have Michael on the show a little bit later. Uh, You guys might know Michael cook he's been on several of the hearths with us and so we're here at his shop and let me tell you if you haven't been here you definitely want to come by here they've got a beautiful humidor with a great selection they have a lounge where it's comfortable it's clean it's just Relaxing. I mean, you've been here before, haven't you, Sean?
1: Yeah, nice environment. They've got a little patio area out front. I sat out there for an hour the other day. Nice people walking by, saying hello, and you know I'm smoking a cigar or something. They're going to give me the stink eye. No, nope, yeah. no nope, With families and stuff. Hey, how are you? Nice. Just a really nice atmosphere here in McKinney, and a lot of people walking around. And I was thinking, this is what a small town should feel like. Right? Exactly, this- and
0: it's like the small town. With a really nice cigar lounge.
1: Oh, incredible. Yeah. These yeah. guys have a nice nice atmosphere. You feel welcomed in the shop and you sit down and immediately, you know, that, the brother of the leaf, man, they start talking to you, hey, what, we're talking about sports or. And that's what you want. Yeah. So you've been here before. Tell them about the humidor. Oh, so the humidor, you walk, you, you, you come to the door and you think, oh, this is going to be a little closet. You open it up and then you kind of look down to the left and it opens up to a beautiful, much bigger humidor than you think. Yeah, when I
0: first looked in the window there, I was like, oh, this is going to be small. And then I looked to the left and I was like, oh, there's the big part. Yeah, it's a
1: unique shape that kind of lends you just to kind of walk around this big beautiful circle they've got a huge selection of paradomo cigars and that's highlighted they've got a great selection of badrone cigars and they've got little niche cigars here and there you just got to kind of see and ask uh, i met uh, crawford uh, here the other day and walked through the shop with him and i was telling him a few cigars that i really enjoy and he's pointing out a couple little nice little cigars a little cheaper price point but i smoked a couple and they've been really great really really good to have a good tobacconist to, just to kind of oh
0: always man and I, I tell people so many times if when you go to a cigar shop i don't care how long you've been smoking i love asking a the- tobacconist what he thinks about something to get their perspective because that's what they do every day and i mean i think my i know my way around a humidor pretty good but when you get a another opinion or another perspective from somebody who does it every day it's worth a lot you know what i mean because you're getting someone who's here on a daily basis they know the humidor inside and out or at least they should most of the shops I go to, that's how it is. So I'm always looking for the tobacconist to give me a hand. So let's talk for a minute about what we're smoking.
1: So I'm smoking the Caldwell Anastasia, um, and this is a good medium stick, a beautiful draw, construction's incredible. I've smoked, I think I bought a box uh, from my shop, Renegade. Um, and they had a deal on them and just took it as a flyer. You know, I hadn't had much Caldwell, but it was a good deal, and I've been smoking it ever since. And then the Caldwell line's Really great. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. You know, they've just got beautiful cigars. I gave gave you one of the Pacific Standard Gordos. I know you're not a big Gordo guy, but it tastes like a chocolate bar. I think you're going to
0: like it. And, you know, I love the chocolate because we had the uh, Oliva Milanio v last night sean actually came out to the hotel and hung out with us we hung out on the patio we had several different bourbons that we tried that uh courtesy of mr sean here and uh man you brought a nice selection tell everybody what you brought last night
1: so i brought a um old forester 1910 which they went back through their logs and found that recipe from that year, and so they've been reproducing that for a couple of years now. Fifty dollars a bottle, and it's just over the top champ for me. Like that's kind of my gotta have a bottle on hand at all times. You know, it's nice. You don't also, want that bottle running out. No, you don't. Like I bought two, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna give one to Rob," and I'm thinking, "I need another one. I'm, <laughs> I need that backup always." Very but, nice. And then we drank um, the Pritchard Hill Oceans uh, Jefferson's. I'm sorry, Jefferson's Reserve. Pritchard that Gale was smooth. Cabernet barrels. Now, it was a little dark. You couldn't see that color, Rob, but it was it's this beautiful red color. They actually aged it in Cabernet bar- barrels. Oh, okay, And uh, I've actually been to the winery. It's a beautiful winery. The guy's been there since the 70s. And that's he's always been kind of on the creative edge. So partnering up with Jefferson's and doing this barrel. Um, it really created something really unique and smooth. And I think everybody was commenting how smooth it was. It was just really yeah, nice.
0: it was very smooth. And uh, then what was the other one that you brought? So
1: the other one is really rare. It's called Joseph Magnus, and it was their 13-year-old. And a little higher proof, you know, uh, I think it's 110. Nice. Uh, you you could taste it a little bit, but. Uh, it was
0: not like an overpowering 110 proof you know what i mean right because we brought a bottle of the uh wild turkey rare breed and that's 118 proof and when you drink it you know it's 118 proof but what i liked about that is you get a plethora of flavors you know what i mean a little spiciness a little like cedar and i guess that's how they distill it. I don't know that much about bourbon. I just know which ones I like to drink. (laughs) But you brought, and I'll tell everybody this, Sean shows up to the patio with a bag. He's got glasses. He's got the ice. that's like a globe. He's got bottles for us to try. We're all smoking on the patio. We actually even got on the hearth last night from the patio. That was cool, saying hello to everybody. And then uh, we just hung out and had a great time. Al Roman from The Good Cigar came by. Our friend Tim was there. My cousin Mark came by and we just had a nice time on the patio, which was so nice because it's been a long time since I've been able to hang out with a group of people and smoke cigars because, you know, our shop in Abilene, the leaf is getting ready to move. So we really can't smoke at the shop at all. Mm -hmm. And so when I go to the leaf, I go in get some cigars and leave. Mm -hmm. And so I've missed that camaraderie. And the Herf has been super nice. I, I enjoy that. But getting together in person and just hanging out, not a care in the world. That was nice
1: Well and um, You know I've I've been listening to the show Probably just a month But I've been going through All the old shows So I'm just listening to The Panther Island Where you met Al Roma For the first time Yeah (laughs) Yeah so that's cool and then uh you know i'm also signed up as a patreon member so uh i'm at the producer level so i, I and gotta, we appreciate you doing that i gotta produce for you that's what i'm hey, <laughs> so
0: you know what you're taking it to a new level so uh, we appreciate your support we support everything you do me and sean talk on a regular basis and he's got great ideas for the show and some of them we've already implemented and then some of them that we're working on it was actually sean that came up with the idea that we need do more of the accessories uh talk about those so we actually did an episode last week on all the cutters that are available and so we appreciate what you're doing and supporting the show and so we just want to say thank you sean
1: oh my pleasure robin and you know what listening to the show i mean first off you guys put out a great product and then second off you're doing these weekly herfs. you're putting a lot of time into your discord so for me to be a patron it's like I could go to the movies and spend less money than I'm giving you every month, and I get a lot more out of it. We
0: appreciate that, man. We really do. So let's get to... Since you're going to be covering for Bryant this week, let's go ahead and do our pick six.
1: And I'm going to, are you ready? Do you know what? I'm, I'm ready. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go first. I give you the honor. So, first, again, Rob, you turned me on to a great cigar, Martinez cigars. And uh, so, I grew up in New York, and the Flatiron building is one of my favorite buildings just to go and visit just to see how beautiful it is. Oh, really? Yeah. So, see, I didn't even know that was a building. I yeah. mean, I've seen it on the band,
0: <laughs> but I didn't realize that that building was a flatiron.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's one of the most famous architectural structures in the world. Well, Wow. Well, there you go.
0: (laughs) I'm a Texas guy, so my knowledge is basically built around Texas because you know how arrogant Texans are. What? Everything's about us, right?
1: (laughs) Hey, I'm happy to be here. I I love the state. But uh, yeah, so I had to try the flat iron. So I got the little sample pack and I've been smoking through those and I smoked the torpedo last night with you. Oh, great draw. I mean, just a good, good medium body cigar. Construction was beautiful. I mean, those guys, again, the boutique cigar industry and what they're doing there, it's really fascinating to see. They they put a lot of time and effort. They've got a pretty simple webpage, but they've got some good marketing now they're doing. But just really showing what their passion is and kind of turning it over to the customer and saying, hey.
0: And you know what I love about them is, like, if you're if you're in New York, they're pretty well known. But if you get outside of New York, nobody knows about them. And it's, so it's like this hidden gem cigar that is available on the internet, but you can't find it anywhere outside of New York. And so I hope that changes because everybody deserves to smoke one of those cigars.
1: I totally agree. I mean, it's just a, it's a great stick. And then uh, my second stick of the week, I went back to my very first cigar. I went to the Arturo Fuente uh, Hemingway. I saw that. Yeah. So that was the first cigar that I had that I was like, oh, you know what? I love cigars. And I was at a uh, going to a fancy wine dinner and I said, What can I bring? I was gonna bring some wine. He said, No, why don't you go to a tobacco shop and pick up some cigars? And then again, here we go with a you know great tobacconist. She she I said, I haven't smoked cigars before, I don't know anything. She says, These are nice, mild cigars. They're easy to light, you know, you'll really enjoy the flavor, and that's all it took. It was just that one little hook right there. So I hadn't smoked it in quite a while, so I thought, let me go back and just revisit. And man, when I opened that wrapper up and i just smelled the cigars like it took me right back there to that moment oh you know? and it's
0: great man when yeah. you when i saw you post it i was like that's a classic you know what i mean it never goes out of style and you have so many new cigars that come out you know daily it seems like you go back to the classic and you're like oh yeah that takes me back
1: and it you know it did it took me back to that exact moment when i was enjoying it with a couple guys outside sitting in a patio just talking away drinking a little wine drinking a little port and You know, that's what a cigar can do. You can create a moment and you'll always remember that.
0: Absolutely. And I've said this many times before, but, you know, my favorite time of smoking a cigar ever. I don't even remember what I was smoking, but I was sitting on the patio with my dad before he passed away. He was smoking a cigar, which he didn't really smoke cigars, Mm -hmm. but he he did just because he wanted to hang out with me and my brothers Mm -hmm. and we were all smoking cigars. And so that time is just you know will be forever etched in my memory of just a great cigar. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes it's not even so much about the cigar as just who you're hanging out and smoking with. Right. Just yeah. like last night, man. It's it was- like we smoked a lot of different cigars. We smoked or we drank a lot of bourbon, yeah. but it was just great company. Yeah.
1: So the third stick is a classic. It's Rocky Patel nineteen ninety nine Connecticut and that's my family cigar so i've smoked them with my dad and my uncles when we do big weddings or get-togethers i always have those they're they're light to medium stick um but for the majority of my cousins who don't smoke regularly it's a great cigar easy to light up great draw it's Never not gonna an knock issue. anybody
0: on their ass no no
1: and it's it's a good first cigar of the day it just it, i go back i've got a i bought a box recently you know and i've got them all my humidor Just going to let some of them age, and I'll probably smoke the rest, you know, just a good cigar.
0: And I know a lot of seasoned cigar smokers that kind of turn their nose up at, like, Connecticut's. And I'm like, you're really missing out on so many great cigars if you just automatically think you don't like Connecticut's. I got into my Connecticut journey probably about a year ago because I never started with the light stuff. I started with the heavy stuff. But now I'm circling back around and trying everything because there's so many great cigars out there. So don't turn your nose up at something that you really don't know and you haven't explored.
1: And one thing I have to say to you, Rob, you're a terrible human being. You're awful. I know. You're the worst. The other cigar is my fourth. I'm going to just throw a fourth one Oh, okay. Lay it on us. You know what it is. The medallion. Oh, man. <laughs> just,
0: See, now now you're talking my language.
1: You're just a terrible person because I'm buying those every week now. You just suck, man.
0: So. Well, you know, and I tell people I'm not just promoting that cigar because they're our sponsor. I, I pursued McAuliffe because I love their cigars. Mm-hmm. So it was a perfect marriage. It took me a while to get them on board with Cigar Talk, but I was always on board with McCallus. Right. So, yeah, I, you can't go wrong with a Medallia. And did you smoke the Toro or did you smoke the 6x46? I like
1: the Toro better. I know oh. you, <laughs> you <know. laughs> Tell Dan. You Dan know. Thompson, man. So I'm going to say I, I was in the wine business for years. And, you know, we would have promotions. And we'd have, a you know, all these different brands we were selling each month. And I did the same thing you did. I would taste through all the wines, find the wine I really liked. And that's the only one I would order for the promotion because there's always different flavors and palettes. But when you have a passion for it and you enjoy it and that comes through when you're talking to people, because it's it's not like you're selling. All you're doing is telling them how much you love it. Right. And that's the whole thing.
0: And that's one of the reasons that uh, I love having McAuliffe as a sponsor. Let's go ahead and talk about McAuliffe right quick before I give my three. But the thing about McAuliffe is, you know, they have a line that's four dollars and change to forty two. So they give a quality cigar that can be enjoyed on any budget. And the thing about it is every single cigar they sell is put on a draw tester. So you know you're not going to get a cigar that's plugged. And that is my pet peeve is to spend even five bucks. Because when I sit down to smoke a cigar, I'm ready to relax. And all of a sudden I cut the tip off and I take a cold draw and I'm like, Oh, man. So I know when I get a McAuliffe, it's never going to be plugged. And so that to me is worth a lot because I know I'm not going to have that disappointment. But then you take all the blends that they have. Like, I love the Medallia, but I'll tell you the cigar I've been smoking a lot lately. I don't know if you've tried it yet. Is the Leanda.
1: I haven't had the Leander. I'm oh, looking for it. I find it. That's yeah. a
0: nice stick. Uh, I love the Riata. You've had one of those. Yeah, well, yeah, I've
1: had multiple now that you oh, turned me on nice. to. Nice.
0: <laughs> Great coffee stick early yeah, in the morning. Yeah. And so the line goes on and on. So if you have not tried the medallion, line, it, I, I'm, I say the medallion. line, if you haven't tried the McAuliffe line, you got to look at, for them. And if your shop doesn't carry them, ask your shop to look at bringing them in because it's a home run. And I'll tell you what, our leaf shop in Abilene, I want to say that it probably the uh, McAuliffe line has become one of their biggest sellers because once people get turned on to them and educated, mm-hmm. it's a go to stick for them all the time. Yeah, and at that price point of four to 42, every day you can enjoy a quality cigar.
1: Well, let me talk to McAuliffe directly because go for my it. shop, um, you know, you were uh, doing a little project with them for a little while and you've been a big supporter. You've been in there, I think you've done two shows, yeah. I with, love uh, Renegade, yeah. And so there, a lot of people started asking for the, for the medallia, you know. And you know what? Brandon heard and brought it in. And so McAuliffe, he's actually making a difference in the shop. So. <laughs> I appreciate that.
0: Well, you know, the thing about it is, and that's what I love about Brandon, too, is Brandon's going to bring in what his cigar smokers want to smoke. And so when you have a shop that listens to the people of the shop, that's a great shop. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of shops are like, oh, I don't have the shelf space for it. Well, he will make the shelf space happen if you guys want it. Yeah. So Renegade is a great lounge. I love hanging out. A lot of great guys there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ryan. Shout out to Charlie. Mm-hmm. Love those guys over there. Brandon. And then I call him Shorty, but what's his real name? Scotty. Scotty. That's right. Well, he's got the, the cigar called the Shorty.
1: It's also called Scotty, but that's oh, okay. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's just a see, short cigar. Yeah.
0: And so, and that's a great stick. Have I, you had one yet? I have two in
1: my humidor. Oh. I haven't smoked them yet, but I'm going, that's going to be next great this week. Great yeah. stick.
0: But uh, anyway, if you guys haven't become a McAuliffe ambassador, take the time. Go by my website. Uh, you can click on the link. And if you go sign up, they will send you your own coin with your own number on it.
1: You got one? 5087, man. That's five zero eight seven. number. 5087. Yeah, uh, I've been on the uh, the, the Facebook page posting a couple of things. And I was so surprised. But the community is really great there. It feels a little bit like a lounge because everybody's commenting. Everybody's throwing their two cents in kind of you know, congratulating you or whatever. It just it's, family. Feels, it's family. It's yeah. family. It's yeah. family.
0: And I mean, I don't know of another cigar company that's created a community like that. I know there's a huge following like Fuente Fridays, but these guys are seven days a week. It's not one day a week, and, I mean, I've built a lot of great relationships with people within that community. I mean, Charlie Serrano out of Houston. You got Mike Carter out of New York. You got Bill White out of Buffalo. I mean— these guys ha- aren't just in a group. They're friends of mine now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And so to build a community like that based on a cigar brand, that tells you that they're not doing it just for McAuliffe. They're doing it for the people as well.
1: Yeah. And, and the passport program that just came out last Oh, dude, that is yeah. awesome.
0: Because that's not just supporting the ambassadors, but it's also supporting just your regular consumers. Mm-hmm. And it's also a big support for your brick and mortars. Yeah. I mean, they're doing like bundles where you can buy the whole Passport book. And I think if you buy every core line cigar in it, it's like 169
1: That's another great deal. I right? know. Right? Like,
0: now, the only one it doesn't have is the McAuliffe A. And I think those come out next month,
1: maybe okay. this month. So Enfuego and uh, Frisco does have some of those. Yeah. Nice. Hey, yeah. So I, I was able to. And they had them right there in the counter. like Now, were through.
0: they already the A's or were they still the TBNs?
1: So I don't know because it didn't have the A label on it. It just had okay. the McAuliffe label. So on
0: that's it. before they actually. Ooh, named I gotta it. go get you, some more. You yeah. have the. Pre A cigars, you oh, still have the to so, uh, to
1: be named. So I only have one now. I need mean, to get a couple more. Yeah, yeah,
0: you know, I was saving a bunch of those, and I ended up smoking. I was going to save them for what? <laughs> save them for three days? No, I actually <laughs> saved them for about six months. Is when I ran out of those. I smoked them pretty regular, but I I tried to hold off because I was like, oh, I want to save a few of these, and then I smoked them. Nice, because that's what I do. So. Anyway, my three this week is number one, I'm gonna go with the Oliva Milanio V. We had those last night in the Figurado. I love those. I think tasty they're stick, yeah. Very tasty stick, and it's a it's really just a medium. It's not too strong. And but it has a really nice flavor profile. You know, you get the cocoa, you get the cedar, you get a little sp- earthiness you get some a little bit of spice on that last third yeah. and i think it's just a well-rounded cigar and i know some people think that that cigar is overrated like Schmidt face out of australia he's always giving me a hard time on that stick but He just can't get them there. That's exactly right. (laughs) So anyway, uh, that's my number one this week. My number two was the A.J. Fernandez Enclave. Smoked a couple of those last night. And then I'm going to have to repeat one of yours because I smoked my last one this week. And I haven't had very many. I think I've only had like five or six. But the Martinez flat iron nice that cigar and i had the box press did
1: you have the box yeah yeah they sent the box presses yeah it was nice i love that
0: box press uh lancero man that's a nice stick anyway that wraps up our pick six this week uh also you guys sean is an expert in tequila now that's not a spirit that i'm very acquainted with uh the only time i've had interaction with tequila it's usually not been a good thing because i didn't know what i was doing and when i say that i was just
1: drinking shots of Patron. <laughs> okay well the- so that's
0: a whole different level of drinking tequila so
1: rob that's why i bought the glasses and the yeah. ice ball you know <laughs> when you're drinking out of the bottle it's not as good okay i'm just telling you right now
0: <laughs> well i have been known to tilt up the bottle a time or two so tell us about tequilas and what we need to know as far as when you're going to be smoking cigars
1: so, let me tell you a little bit about the history because okay. that's, that's kind of where – and that's kind of set a lot of people off a little bit. So, in uh, 1758 – and I have to read this one – Don Jose Antonio de Cuervo got his first farm uh, in Jalisco, Mexico, Mexico, and um, that's where he started growing agaves. Okay. They didn't actually start bottling until a little bit later on.
0: Now, was the agave plant natural to that area? Yeah,
1: it's a natural – and Walisco is the – well, Alisco is the um, premier region for growing it. They do grow it in a few other regions, but that's the premier region. It's kind of like the Cuba of cigars. or Okay. You know, um, so they started, when they were selling it, it was all barrels. And they're the first ones to say, we think our tequila will be better in a bottle. So they started bottling in 1880. And wow. So, so this goes back. It does. It's a rich tradition. And so. Um, You think about the history of Mexico, and after the 1880s, they went through a period of revolution. Sure. Much like Cuba. Yes. And so both sides were fighting, but surprisingly, Jose Cuervo was still building railroads, still still building roads to deliver their product, and it was kind of like both sides didn't touch them because they were respected and delivering tequila. So these guys, of course, wanted to keep their tequila coming. Wow,
0: Um, that's cool.
1: So um, what happened later on in 1974 the state of Mexico decided that they were going to seize tequila, so they wanted to uh, make it a premium brand, and it was being made all different ways all over. So they said, "No, we're going to we're going to seize the name. You have to get a permit to grow it. You have to get a permit to distill it, and they wanted to make it 100% blue agave." Um, but there was one small problem. Um, What's that? Jose Cuervo had been making their silver and gold forever with 51% agave. And 49% other sugars. So a lot of the problems with tequila is those other sugars. It's not that pure sugar there. But it's a tradition. you know. And they, they were well-respected. 40% of the tequila markets Jose Cuervo in Mexico is still to this day. In the United States, it's about 35%. So with that type of um, family tradition and what they've done for Mexico over the years, they added the gold line. They added the silver line. So tequila is now really four major categories. Blanco, which is aged uh, up to two months, and usually not neutral oak or stainless steel tanks. You get a little more herbaceous quality, a little more agave, um, peppery tones to it. Okay. So that's when you're tasting that little kick shot. That's that little peppery flavor that you get. The next level is Reposado, and they age it from two months up to a year in oak barrels. The color starts to change a little bit. They get a little more caramel color to it. It kind of rounds out the tequila a little bit more. You start getting a little bit of the vanilla and cinnamon oak notes to it. Oh, nice. And, and that's where you start maybe more of a sipping tequila. Uh, then you have the Añejo. It's aged at least a year or more in oak barrels. The color gets really rich, and you get a little more of the bourbon flavor to it. The vanilla notes, um, the tequila, the peppery enough is all kind of gone at that point because the aging really smooths all of that. Now, out. is that
0: more of a sipping Tequila That's a straight well? sipping tequila. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And do you drink that neat?
1: I usually do the big ice ball. Um, the Blancos, I'll do maybe a, a wedge of lime. Now, if I'm doing a cigar, I won't do the lime because it's just too acidic for what a cigar is doing. So when I'm pairing Blancos, you want to pair a me- mild to medium stick. Okay. Connecticut wrapper, uh, some of the milder cigars, because that pepper in the tequila goes really well with the creaminess of the stick. Oh, nice, yeah. You're kind of balancing it all out, right? So you're creating this environment, right, when you're pairing together. You're looking for an experience. So as you're sipping this kind of peppery vegetable flavor, the mild cigar kind of just marries really well with those flavors. Nice. So when you do a reposado, then you can start talking about your medium sticks, your Corojo wrappers, your bottle wrappers. A little bit more strength to it because now the tequila is rounded out a little bit, And it goes well with that. So you see how I'm kind of layering all those things together. And so creating that experience like I did the other night. And that's the one with the little spice. A little
0: spice to it. And that goes, I I love anything with a little spice, like the Wild Turkey 101. It's got some spice to it. And with a Habano, man, that marries well. Yeah,
1: exactly. So when you do it in Yeho, then you want to go big boy time. All right. Do the Maduros. Do the darker wraps and um, any full-body cigar because – now you've got that sweetness that's in the tequila, that caramel and honey notes that are really coming out. Pairs really well with the spiciness of the pepper of the stick.
0: Yeah, so you're making me think maybe something like that. I want to go with a my father's Liebigsu 1922.
1: Exactly, exactly. So I would do your Medalla with Reposado because okay. I think that's a Maduro, but it's more medium. Don't you think? Anymore? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, so creating all of those those things is really setting up for a moment. So these are the kind of things you want to do. You don't you know not every day do you want a pair of cigars and tequila but you know saturday night you got a couple of buddies coming over you can try something like this and set them up three cigars three different tequilas and now try. let
0: me ask you this if i mean i'm i'm a newbie when it comes to tequilas you know i like a wide array of bourbons and scotch mm-hmm. so what Give me a name brand that I could go to a liquor store looking for that you think is going to be like one of the nice premium tequilas
1: yeah so I uh, Dura is one of the great um, uh, older family older family farms and they've done a great job so they've got a reasonable line I think the polanco is about $35. Oh, that's not bad and the repo's about a little bit more expensive around forty and then the uh, Añejo is usually around fifty. And that's not bad. And, you know, I think for something aged for a year or more, it's got a beautiful caramel color to it. It's worth spending a little bit more money on that, you know.
0: And so is that a different experience than like what I grew up on is tequila when I was young and crazy? You know, I mean, is it completely different?
1: Yeah. So like I said, that Jose Cuervo, the standard gold and silver with those 49% other sugars, it can sometimes... That sugar can kind of get to you a little bit, and that's what the experience. A lot of people have they they do where the next after day shana. I'm yeah.
0: feeling not yeah. so not so spry. Yeah, yeah. no.
1: Jose Cuervo's got a good. They they, they did a, a traditional line where it's all 100% agave, and I would recommend when you're looking for tequila, look for 100% agave. You can find great tequilas, even big bottles. Let's say 100% agave. Just a better experience, a little smoother flavor. Jose Cuervo Golden Silver, they definitely have their place. Uh, you know for for the brand and what they do. But if you're, like I said, creating a little bit of an experience, you can spend a little more money. Absolutely. So, but tequila, the thing about tequila is there's some really premium ones out there, but you don't have to go crazy. Right. You can get good value for some of the great traditional brands. There's a lot of new brands coming out here in Texas, you know, that are buying tequila from Mexico. They're putting their own little spin on things, and they can create a great experience. So...
0: Well, I'm very interested to try some of those. Uh, Just, you know, my experience in the past with tequila was, you know, when I was younger and a little crazier. But, you know, I'm always open for a new spirit to enjoy a pairing with cigars. Yeah. So we appreciate you coming and giving us that information, man, because that's a whole new world that opens up to something that I can enjoy with a cigar. And so... I I think i would lean more towards the anejo just because i like something a little darker a little more aged and that
1: age in the wood that's similar to your bourbons that you love right right so yeah so cool well
0: hey man we got uh michael cook coming up next don't go anywhere we'll be right back Hey guys, we have a special guest with us today. We have Mr. Michael Cook from Enfuego in McKinney, Texas. How are you doing today, Michael?
2: I'm good, man. How are you?
0: Doing good, man. I'm glad to come down here and check out y'all's shop finally. It's uh, something I've been wanting to do, but you know, with all the COVID thing, your travels have been limited, but dude, nice shop. Thanks. Thanks. So how long have you been involved with the whole cigar shop process?
2: Well, with with this shop since about December. Okay. Um Man, I've been, I've been in cigars probably 10 or 12 years, maybe a little bit longer now. Um, back in the day, whenever um, I used to be a police officer before oh, really? Before my current
0: job. <laughs> I didn't know that.
2: Yep. And, you know, we used to meet after a couple of hard days. We'd meet down at the park, smoke a cigar or something, just everybody hang out for a little bit after work. Nice. Um, and then I got into a different line of work and I got transferred up to La Crosse, Wisconsin one time. And a couple of buddies up there, man, they were big cigar guys. Uh, Kurt Gunderson, friend of mine, big cigar guy. Bob Kramer, big cigar guy. You know, they started smoking, they were smoking cigars and I'd smoked every now and then. Um, but when I got around those guys, it just kind of smoked more cigars, smoked more cigars. Um, then I bought a, I bought a big humidor. Nice. I, the first one was little. Right. Well, well that one quickly, yeah. quickly got filled up. So I ended up buying one of those big tower humidors. You know, right. And Kurt had one of them and I'm like, hey, that, that holds a lot of cigars right there. So, um, rocked on smoking cigars, my brothers, my uncles, and just got into cigars that way, you know? Then we, we went down, went on a trip down to Honduras to the Rocky Patel factory
0: in November of last year. How was that? Oh, it was, it was cool. It yeah. was a lot of fun. I haven't gone down there yet. I'm hoping with all the COVID thing, it's over next year. But I'm going to try to go to Honduras to the JRE Tobacco, which is Aladino, Justo, and all those guys. Yeah. And so that's something I'm looking forward to. I have never had the opportunity to do it, but it's always something I've wanted to do.
2: So that one and the, and the Perdomo trip, man, they're, they're a must.
0: I heard the Perdomo was great. It's outstanding. Yeah.
2: You, um, you really learn about how... The Perdomos make their cigars from the soil to the seed all the way to your hand, how, how it's, how it's completely done. You know, they don't, they don't sugarcoat anything. This is how we do it. This is, here's the soil we use. Here's the seeds we use. Here's our fields. I mean, it was, it was really cool.
0: Really cool. And the craftsmanship that they have is on a, different level than so many other factories the fact so do you see the draw machine that they test every cigar with every one of them that's just incredible to me i mean that's like because what's the thing that will piss off a cigar smoker more than anything you cut it and it's plugged yep yep and it's like at least you know with a perdomo you're gonna get a good draw every time right yeah so yeah so how did it come to be though that you went from being a cigar aficionado to a cigar shop owner.
2: Well, you know, I, I was I was looking for a few years to get in to the cigar industry. You know, I I liked cigars. I I like the lounges. You know, like here at our lounge, and it, it's it's cool. It's relaxing. You know, you come in, hang out with your buddies for a while. I was looking for a shop to to get a partner in. Since I have another full time job, I couldn't do this full time. Which you know, that'd be that'd be great but right i needed i needed a shop that i could be a partner in you know kind of a a silent side you know more i work when i can you know? right so um actually ryan my partner here uh, we met at the rocky patel oh trip. no kidding yep nice on the it's kind of kind of crazy on the way back to the to the airport after the trip was over he mentioned that he he might be interested in, in a partner
0: now was he from this area
2: uh, yeah, he lives here. He okay. Lives, so, he and, lives in
0: McKinney. And you were at the time in this same area? I was in Fort Worth. Okay. Yep. So did you know him before you all went down there?
2: No. Uh, we went down there through the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother is a member here. So my brother called me up one day and said, hey, I'm going to Honduras to the Rock Patel factory. You want to go? Hell yeah. Right. I want to go. And um, Ryan set it up for his, his shop people to go, the members to go. So um, they had an opening. And I was lucky enough to get to, to get to go. And then on the way back to the airport, Ryan mentioned that he might be interested in a partner. And I kind of looked over there. So, well,
0: I'm interested in the bell started going off. Exactly.
2: I said, well, I'm interested in being a partner. Um, We worked Dill out and and went into business together.
0: That's awesome. Well, you know, it's funny because when you look at people in the cigar industry as a whole, a lot of them share that same story along the lines of, man, I love the atmosphere. I love the people. I love the vibe. I mean, a natural fit is for me to get into the cigar business. You know what I mean? Because if you're in a shop hanging out, your mind's always... Turn and saying man i could do something like this right right so that's cool that you got to do that and you're doing it now yeah and so how long have you been doing it now here in fuego um since about december december so about so seven, six, months. Six, seven months seven yeah, months yeah Yep. so really you came into it at a time where cigars were just you know rolling right and then all of a sudden COVID hits yeah and it was like holy crap so how have you guys dealt with that
2: you know it We've, we've done pretty good. And uh, to be honest, we've done, we've done better than you would think. And it's all because of our customer base. Yeah. You know, they support local small businesses. And Ryan and I were just talking about this the other day. If it wasn't for our, our loyal customers that come all the time, you know, we had to shut our lounge down for a little while because the city government was shutting down everything non-essential. So we went to, um, delivery, shipping, curbside pickup. You know, every business took a took a hit with sure. that. But thankfully to our customers, man, they kept us going through this whole this whole time.
0: Well, you know, that that's one of the things that I've been really thinking about is supporting local whether that be your cigar shop, your coffee shop, whatever it is that is your passion, because we're in a time that Amazon has taken over the world. Right. And I'm guilty of buying a ton of stuff. I mean, we get an Amazon delivery almost every day. And I've been talking to my wife about it. It's like, when we can actually go places again, I want to really focus on giving money to people who employ people locally. right? And I was even looking at, you know, I'm not a fan of Walmart, but at least Walmart hires people locally. So if you look at the two, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so... If you look at Walmart, I've always thought of Walmart as the evil empire, but really Amazon is taking on that role so much bigger now. So it's really made me focus on, well, instead of using Amazon or Walmart, what locals can I use? And when you have that relationship that you guys have with your customers, that's what keeps you going even in the hard times. Right.
2: You know, and before I become a small business owner partner here, I didn't think a lot about it. I, it just wasn't something that, that was in my wheelhouse really. Yeah. And then after, after that and then seeing how all the other businesses, including ours, took a downturn with the, the COVID virus. It really it really makes you think. Yeah, it really does. You know, if you because want this
0: is something new. Right. And it's really you, you know, you're not going anywhere, so you got a lot of time to think about yeah. stuff.
2: And if you want your if you want that cigar shop, if you want that restaurant, that family-owned restaurant, if you want that family-owned bar or sandwich shop, if you want them to be there
0: after the COVID, right. You got to support them during it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? We've got a barbecue place in Abilene called The Shed and their barbecue is just top-notch, but they're relatively new within the last probably 14 months. And I mean, they did curbside pickup and I mean, we were doing that at least once a week. You know what I mean? Support those shops that you really love, because if you don't, they're not going to be here.
2: Right. Yeah. They're not.
0: So we're kind of getting back to where we were as far as the COVID. I mean, we kind of had spring break in June. Right. Right. And people got kind of crazy and now it's kind of coming back. Uh, are you guys affected right now, as far as being open and your hours, or
2: um, we we've went back to our normal store hours um, during April. With, with the, the lounge being shut down, we we did operate under reduced hours. But now we're back to our normal hours. We are still limited a little bit in our, our lounge, but it hasn't really affected us that much.
0: Yeah, and your seating provides the social distancing just naturally. Right, right. So that's nice. Well, let's talk about your humidor for a minute because I got to say I was super impressed. When you first go in, you think, oh, this is small. And then you turn to the left and you go, oh, holy crap, there's a whole lot of cigars in here. Yeah. And so it really opens up, but y'all have a really nice selection. I mean, you have a lot to choose from mm-hmm. and I'm kind of jealous because it's, you got everything that I like in there. And so a lot of stuff that I haven't been able to try. So who picks what cigars you guys are going to carry? Is that a franchise thing or is that local? both. Okay. Yeah,
2: it is both. Um, we, we know what our customers like, you know, like, um, We have good relationships with our our vendors, you know. Um, Somebody comes in, and if you can't find a cigar in that place – I don't know, man.
0: Oh, dude. I mean, yeah, if you can't find a cigar in there, yeah. I mean, I found several cigars in there. Right. Uh in fact, I haven't picked up a cigar while I was in there earlier that I haven't smoked in a long time. And it is the L F D cabinet six. So I'm looking forward to smoking this. I haven't had one of these in probably about two years. Yeah.
2: They're they're kinda hard to they're They're kinda kinda hard hard to to find
0: do you know this was my second box that i ever bought and you know these come in a box of 50 right right so it's not cheap right but man for at least two months i was just rolling on these yeah all the time nice stick by lfd so where do you see i mean with your current job you're in nebraska right so where do you see yourself in five ten years i mean are you going to work to get back to texas or or you don't know i mean
2: yeah you don't really know um Naturally, the, the progression hopefully would lead me back down here to Texas to be closer to the shop and closer to all my friends. I thought you might
0: just start opening shops everywhere you go.
2: No, no, probably, probably won't do that, you know. Um, maybe in a few years. get relocated back down here, you know, and everything's going good. Might open another shop somewhere.
0: Yeah, I was going to say I could see you doing that if you had to go somewhere else, say heaven forbid California, because you know, that's the anti-smoking capital of the world. Right, right. And unfortunately, the company you work for doesn't have any locations in Florida. Right. So right. you're at least really stuck to west of the Mississippi. But uh yeah, I think I think it would be interesting after you have a few years under your belt here maybe you do want to open another one somewhere never know sky's the limit never shut down opportunity exactly. right exactly
2: exactly so
0: cool so how does your family feel about you being in the cigar business your wife and kids are they on board
2: yeah yeah my my wife um she she likes to come down here and hang out with everybody and see everybody um my um older two girls they they don't mind it. Now at how at old all. are your older girls um I've got one that's twenty-seven. Wow, you're old. I am old, man. <laughs> uh, one that's twenty-three, and then my youngest daughter will be twenty-two this year. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: See, I waited way late in life to start having kids, so I have an eighteen-year-old and a twenty-year-old, oh, and man. I'm nine, eight years older than you.
2: Yeah, we we started early, and now it's paid off it has i I
0: took the fun on the front end yeah yeah so i completely understand because i was always like man i can't imagine having kids this young and now i'm like man i wish i would have had kids that young right But
2: my my youngest daughter she she came down and actually shot a
0: commercial for us that we oh nice
2: we we put it on our facebook page that's been several months ago i don't
0: think i saw that i'm gonna have to go back and look yeah
2: yeah it's about a I don't know, almost a two minute commercial just gives you an overview of the shop and everything. It's pretty, it's pretty good.
0: So let's shift gears here. Let's talk about cigars. Okay. So, you know, on the show, we do our pick threes and make it into a pick six. Tell me about the three cigars you would pick as your top three.
2: Um, well, sometimes that's hard. Yeah. I mean,
0: when you have a humidor right here, it's hard to pick three.
2: If I had to, if I had to pick, uh, three of my favorites right now, um, I'd have to I'd have to go with the um Perdomo ESV Sun Grown. Man, that and I'm a I'm a Maduro guy most of the time. But there's just something i love the sun grown. Man, there's something about that ESV sun grown.
0: Yeah, I've never had the ESV, but just the regular Perdomo Sun grown is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I that that ESV sungrown and uh, takes it up next level. Yeah, it does.
2: It that's that's you carry of my those here. Uh, yeah. Okay, man, I'm yeah.
0: spending so much money while yes. I'm here. Go ahead. Um,
2: Next one, uh, probably the, uh, Padrone 1964 85th anniversary.
0: Another one I have not had. And you have those here? Yeah. Yeah. Ching, ching, yeah
2: ching. There we go. Some more. Those are phenomenal. I mean, it's a Padron. I mean, to right on the next level. Okay. It, it's phenomenal. And then I would probably say right now, and you know, your, your top three sometimes change sometimes. Sure. Not. Um, probably the Rojas statement lancero another one see
0: i have not smoked any three of the cigars that you just mentioned so i can already tell my wallet's getting lighter as we sit here (laughs) so
2: and we also carry those in there of course you
0: do (laughs) so i will say this to everyone so when we got here michael recommended me their house blend cigar and you know most of the time i'm not a big fan of house blends because it's just a mediocre stick you know what i mean yeah and, dude, I just finished that. I thought it was, like, a good cigar, the first third. Thought it was a good cigar, the second third. The third third's a great cigar. Right. I couldn't believe it was a house blend. Yeah,
2: and, and that's also made by Rojas, you know. It's for the local Enfuego shops. And they roll them specifically for us. And you, you don't see a lot of box pressed.
0: you know. No, and that San Andreas wrapper, I love a San Andreas yeah. wrapper. It's, it's toothy. It just feels so nice in your hands and that box press. Yeah. Sends it over the top. And yeah. I'm not a big box press guy because so many people don't do box press the right way. That one is perfect.
2: Yeah. And you know, like like we were talking earlier, whenever whenever I go to my humidor and I don't know what I'm gonna go smoke, you know, a lot of times you do. You know what you're going for, you're gonna grab that cigar, go out to the patio and smoke. If I don't know what I'm what I'm going for, I'll grab one of those can't That's, beat it no, no no especially for the price point man you can't
0: oh yeah what is the price point? Six, six nine six forty nine for a stick that i think could be ten dollars all day long yeah and so first of all let me say i'm impressed that you only charge six forty nine for it because y'all could jack it up to eight bucks and nobody wouldn't even say a word because right. it's that good yeah but so i'm gonna say for my top three first of all this cigar here you recommended, I haven't had yet. Summer Mesa? Yeah, but I've been wanting to try this a lot. I don't know if you know but we had David Lafferty on the show yeah, a couple I, of weeks ago.
2: I listened to that podcast.
0: Oh. Yep. oh, wow. He listened to the show. I did. All wow. of it. Wow. So I'm a big fan. I, I picked one of these up. You didn't act that excited about this, but I'm super excited about these.
2: I have smoked it. That is a, that Sin Compromiso is a, it's a great cigar. It I'm, is. I'm
0: glad you said that because I, butcher sin compromiso yeah i heard
2: i heard your i heard the last yeah, one yeah.
0: I, I I got better at it i got better at it. but I, uh, this is one of those sticks i can't find mm-hmm. anywhere locally so right. whenever i go somewhere i have to pick one up right now the other ones that i've been all over is the uh aladino corojo reserva mm-hmm. that stick for me is just lights out and then i also have been smoking the aladino maduro box press six by 46 yeah great smoke. And what's interesting about it, it has a nice maduro wrapper on it, but the uh filler and binder is a Corojo. Really? So he's blended those together and it's fantastic. Wow.
2: Have you had any of the the Guardian of the Farm? The oh, knife, absolutely. The watch? Yes. Yeah. I I've,
0: I've had the every Guardian of the Farm that's made.
2: Yeah, those are those are outstanding cigars. And
0: I'm a fan of Vaganoro leaf in right. general. I yeah. think They make a really quality leaf that has a unique flavor. In fact, I, I described it one time that it was kind of like a padrone. Not that it tastes anything like a padrone, but you know how that padrone has that padrone flavor profile? Right. Agonorsa has that, but it's their own. Right. You know what I mean? And so when you can find a brand that puts together that flavor profile that you know, that's impressive.
2: Right. And you know, it's going to be consistent every time every time yeah and, you know that's what well, that's one thing that the padrones are i mean they're famous for and even the perdomo's oh famous yes. for it yes you can take a box 10 years ago and a box today and you're and going to the know, same yeah it's well, amazing
0: know, a friend of mine that's online his name's nate allen he lives over in atlanta sent me a Padron 1926 millennium have you had one of those um i have not Oh. Okay, It was made back in 1999 for the millennium. Oh, yeah. And so he sent it to me about two years ago. So this cigar is 18 years old. And oh, I'm wow. thinking it's not going to hold up for 18 years. I lit that up. Construction was perfect. The flavor profile was Padron. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, holy cow. He also sent me a bunch of Cubans, which I'm not a Cuban cigar guy. Right uh you know i know a lot of people that's that one of their highlights to smoke cubans and i'm like yeah i'm more of a nicaraguan honduras dominican republic that kind of cigars yeah have you smoked very many cubans um
2: i've smoked a few but um not a lot you know i i prefer just like you the honduran the nicaraguan dominican you know i mean
0: and every time i've smoked a cuban i'm like well, maybe this one just wasn't that good, you know.
2: Every time I smoked one, I'm like, hmm, that was it. Right. You know? It's
0: like, I don't know what all the hoopla was about. Right. I, I think it's all, I can't get that. Right.
2: You know, in my opinion, the the Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican cigars, they're just as good, or if not twice as good. And I think that you have Cuban. the
0: quality of the blenders right. are now mm-hmm. in those countries because of the oppression in Cuba. Oh, yeah. So those guys got out of there and they're making the best cigars because the guys who were the best all got out Mm -hmm. or at least that's my theory so when we went down to the uh the
2: perdomo tour in february down to esteli um one of their gentlemen that worked for him is aristices i'm not uh, aristices garcia and that was probably one of the best parts of the tour we sit down and drank coffee, smoked cigars, and listened to his life story. And he was from Cuba pre-Revolution. Wow. And his family goes all the way back, um, tobacco and everything. And he told us about um, the difference between pre-Revolution and post-Revolution. And as an American, I, I don't know anything about that. You know, Right. I, that's something that we couldn't really understand. But listening to him and how— um, He, he's still a a Cuban citizen, but he went to work for Nick Perdomo 20 something years ago. Wow. And, um, he's in charge of their, their tobacco selection once it comes in. Um, phenomenal story. Just to listen to him, how genuine it was, it makes you really appreciate everything that you have, you know? And he's,
0: he's, and what goes into cigars. Yeah.
2: And he, he's almost, I think he turned 89.
0: Wow. He's still working every day. Wow. Every
2: day. He rolled us a cigar right there. Um, I still got, I didn't smoke mine yet. I still got really? it in the humidor. Yep. Wow. But his, his story, that topped off the whole trip. I mean, it was just, it was just a, a, an amazing heartfelt story that there's only one place in the world you can get that. Right. And that was right there.
0: Well, you know, that's how, um, Julio is with Jerry Tobacco, you know, he was him and his sons were the ones who had camacho before davidoff bought him out oh yeah and that's where jr tobacco came from was they sold camacho to davidoff but they reserved the rights at their farm to keep making products so they went under a different name and of course the two brothers split into two different companies but julio still selects a tobacco but he was in cuba before the revolution and he escaped he came to america served in the armed forces in the korean war then he came back and got his pilot license and he crashed his plane everybody in the plane was okay except for him and he was paralyzed from the waist down oh man now at 76 years old He's on the floor of the rollers making sure that everything is perfect. Yep. And it's like, wow, what a story. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Those just don't happen anymore, it seems like. Right.
2: And, you know, you're talking about making sure everything's right. Until you go to a factory, my father's factory, Drew Estates or, or Perdomo, you know, the um, Rocky Patel, we don't really understand quality control to that level. right? I mean, it was, it was amazing how many times... That we were told this is an inspection station or this, this person is an inspector. I mean, they're at,
0: at different levels of making the cigar.
2: Yeah. And then once they're, um, you know, when they come in to be fermented in the P loans, you got your inspectors. And then when they come out to, to roll, you got your inspectors. Once they're rolled, you got your inspectors,
0: you know, um, and that's all they do all day long is just inspect cigars, right?
2: And then now it's time to go to the aging room. Well, they get inspected. Well, now it's time to come out. Well, they get inspected. You know, what I mean, and all the way until that box closes, there's somebody that is looking for color quality. I mean, it was it was amazing. As as Americans, you don't really see that quality control down to that
0: microscopic level. Right. I mean, in America, quality control is yeah, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> and and that some of the stuff that I'm like, well, what's that's a reject? What's wrong with
2: that? And they'd pull it up, and it would have. Little bitty microscope. yeah, something super small. I'm like hell. I'd smoke that, right? You
0: know, I wouldn't even notice that, right? You know? But but they but they take pride in it because that's the name of the brand, yeah. and that means everything to that community,
2: right? And with you know, I've I've only been to the Rocky Patel one and to the Perdomo, um, but I would say both of those guys are really on top of their quality control, especially like with Nick Perdomo and his and his lines. It was it was it was amazing. I would never have dreamed that it would take that much to make this cigar.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Well, a good friend of ours went down to the JR tobacco. And when he came back, we had him on the show and to hear his story from seed to shop was just crazy. Yeah. And, but he, he said it was just one of the most amazing life experiences you could do is going on one of those tours.
2: Yeah. If you, if you've never been, you got to go. Like I said, I've, went on Rocky and I went on the Perdomo and um, I learned so much on the Perdomo field the trip down there it was, now how long do you go for? um we flew down on I think it was a Monday or Sunday and then um, you go to a hotel when you get there because they've still got a tour that's there with them. They bring the tour back on Monday to, to, so they can all go home they swing by the hotel pick you up and then um, you fly into Managua uh, Nicaragua. Um, stay at the hotel and they pick you up that Monday and it's about a three hour bus ride to, oh, wow. to Estalee. Um, it's not that far, but you're going up in the mountains, you know. Uh, so you're not
0: doing 60, 70 miles an no, hour. It's not, it's not I 35, right. four,
2: four lane interstate. No, it's two lane road. I mean, it's paved. It's nice. You know, um, you get on there and the, the cool thing with, with that trip was once you got on the bus, um, the hotel was, was awesome too. Um, it's a third party hotel. But when you get on the bus, you know either Nick himself gives the tours, wow, or Arthur Kemper, the vice president of, of sales, gives the tours. So you're talking to two experts. You know? You're
0: talking to the guys in charge,
2: right? Right, and um, they give you cigars to try throughout the trip, um, and they'll give you like a uh, a Connecticut a sun-grown and a Maduro in a little three pack, and then that may be the um, the twelve-year barrel-aged. Oh wow. And then the next one would be the Habano. And the next one would be the champagne. And the next one would be the uh
0: twentieth uh, anniversary Maduro.
2: Exactly. And then the Which is
0: one of my favorite smokes of all time. It's just such a quality smoke. Uh we got those two. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs>
2: um and then the last night, um, they bring you the the ESV. So oh, wow. the Connecticut SunGrown Grown and Maduro. And then when you get to Esteli, they have a little hotel. It's like a little mini um, mini resort. The the wait staff there top notch. The um, the food amazing. I mean, it was amazing food. And then, like,
0: what's the food like? I mean, I have no idea what you're going to be eating when you um, go to Nicaragua.
2: It's, uh, same thing you would think if you were going to go to a resort in Mexico. Like, okay, uh, you know, uh,
0: seafood, a little, little chicken. bit,
2: right? Right. Tacos. I mean, just stuff like that. But authentic
0: right right there really really good and what do they have for you to drink
2: um well usually you bring your own when you get to the airport down there they have uh duty-free shops oh nice and then if you tell them hey i'm on the perdomo trip they give you x amount of percent off too oh wow so we picked up a bunch of stuff and um the people before us was nice enough to leave us a bunch of stuff so that was nice so they're like
0: i can't take it home i'll just leave it here
2: right and that's what and we did the same thing nice yeah um, you're on a schedule. Uh, there, they run a pretty regimented uh, schedule for their tour because the buses that are taking you to and from the factory are also taking the employees from the factory oh, no home. Oh, kidding! Wow, know? yeah, because they they bust some employees in because everybody in Estalee has a job basically with the cigar with a cigar company. So um, the tour's good, um, phenomenal. How's I the mean,
0: weather? Huh. Perfect. Night. Nice. Yeah.
2: It was about probably 80 and sun shining, especially we got to go to the. Um, and what
0: time of year did you go? February. Wow. Yeah. That's and so awesome.
2: It was freezing up here and it was 75, 85 degrees down there. Sun shining. How's the
0: night cool, nice yep. evenings? Yep. It was,
2: it was perfect. They have a, at the, at the hotel, they have a big courtyard and with like those Adirondack chairs. Uh-huh. Perfect places to sit out and have cigars after dinner with everybody. It was a lot of fun.
0: Now, what time do you have to get up and be on the tour?
2: Um, Usually breakfast was at 7 o'clock. Wow. And then –
0: So So you're going to have a full day.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a full day. It's one of those – they call it the the college for cigars. I mean, it's a full – every minute you're learning about stuff. And they walk you through the entire process. We got to go out and tour um, one of the fields, uh, Finca de Natalie and the cool thing with that you 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 go through some pastures to get there and the, and just a dirt road and then you come up to the top of a hill and it overlooks the entire valley oh, of, wow. of these
0: fields it's just beautiful yeah
2: and every little section is in a different stage of growth oh wow you know, it was it was neat they have the, have you heard of the lot 23s? Yes. So that's grown there in lot number 23. Oh, rapper, wow. Wrapper binder and filler.
0: So it, basically it's a Puro. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. From right there. Wow. But I did not know that. If you get the chance man, you got to go. Well, I definitely want to try to go next year. Hopefully this whole COVID traveling things out the window and we yeah. can get back to a little bit of normalcy, but yeah, that's one of the things that I've wanted to do for the last couple of years is take one of those tours. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, with, with back to our shop and stuff the um we have events all the time you know we have um usually once a month we'll do an event with a with a cigar company you know maybe uh drew states perdomo um lots of people come in so we i mean we have that we do um we were talking earlier we do that man cave monday that sounds awesome tell everybody what that is so um the third monday of every month Uh, you come in and it, and it all depends on what we're cooking. Um, it all depends on what we're, we're cooking back there, but we have a local, a local butcher and restaurant, local yokel. It's, it's, uh, local to here in, in McKinney, downtown McKinney. So, uh, we partnered up with those guys and our, our last one that we did, um, it was a, it was with the Dunbarton and Tobacco Company was the, that was the cigar that we were featuring for that. And, um, it's one of the deals you come in and you you buy fifty dollars worth of cigars and the owner of locally yoke, yokels in the back grilling up wagyu ribeyes oh you man know, we've had ribeyes we've had strips um you know comes with the baked potato and all the all that stuff
0: but so you spend 50 bucks on cigars and get a badass meal yeah that's awesome yeah i mean because if you go out to a A nice place. You're going to spend 50 bucks on a steak. And I don't remember the last time I went into a cigar shop and didn't spend 50 bucks. Right, right. You know, so it's a win-win.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's growing. Um, every time it seems like we got more steaks to cook, more steaks to cook. People come once and they're like, Hey, is this a, is this a every month deal? Like, yep. Third Monday of every month. Come on down. It's just a good draw.
0: So is this cigar. Yeah.
2: That's a phenomenal cigar.
0: And this is, uh, Dunbarton. Who I mean what cigar is this? That is the Sumber Mesa. Yeah, I have not had this. I've yep. been seeing it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good one. I like those in the
2: morning with a cup of coffee.
0: Nice retro hell, smooth, rich cocoa going in there. Yep. A little cedar going in there. Yeah, that's nice. Just so everybody knows we're lighting cigars. So Yeah, these are these
2: are a super smooth cigar. I mean, really, really good. Oh, is
0: that what you're smoking? Mm-hmm. Yep. Very nice. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get some of these too. Man. Yes. Uh, we have those in there, too. Yeah, but I love the feel of your shop. You have, I mean, it's an open concept here where you have chairs positioned. You have some tall tables with tall chairs. You have the old English leather chairs. You have a position over here for six guys to hang out. You've got the tables where two or three guys can hang out. So even though it's an open room where you're all in one room, you still have your own space.
2: Right, you know, and and a lot of times we'll get during the day, a lot of guys, um they work from home, you know, especially with the COVID, all that stuff. We have a lot of guys that come in and use our high tables, man. They'll come in, and set their computers up, get them a cup of coffee and just work what, and smoke. Yeah. Do what they do from home, but at our, at, at their new home. Right. You know, They're their home, home away land. from home.
0: Exactly. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And it's, like you said, it is, it is all open, but there is little spots that if, you know, you come with just you and your wife and you want to. You know, just be with her or, or whatever. We got the over in the the side, the very, yeah, the very I, front of the shop. I saw that. A lot of people missed that little section.
0: I missed know? it when I came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, then y'all have got way cool accessories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, which which is the lighter I'm buying? Um, the Bugatti. The Bugatti. Yeah. The, the, That's pretty cool. Yeah.
2: There's no more filling the tanks, no more bleeding uh, the air out of it. Pop in a tank, get four, 50 to 60 cigars out of it when you run out. Which
0: is amazing in itself. It is. It is. You know, one of the first lighters I bought was the, uh, Altitude, uh, Mm Zycar. You've got one over there. Yep. And you know, I was a huge fan of Zycar at one time, but when I bought that lighter, I didn't realize it holds enough fluid to light about three cigars. Right. And it's like, man, now I got to refill it again. That little vessel inside is so small. Yep. And so I love lighters that will last me days. Right. And those have the 18 milliliter uh, little
2: CO2 looking cartridges that you just pop in. Um The cool thing with those lighters, man, is they come with a lighter and two canisters, And then they come with a replacement burner, too. So, something happens and your burner went out, pull that one out, throw it away. Really? Put your replacement burner in there. Wow. And then, you know, like we were talking earlier, if if your buddy comes in with his lighter and, oh, man, he's out of fuel, you can pop your your, uh, butane canister out, fill his lighter, and put it back in your lighter and then...
0: You're good to You're go. You're good to go.
2: Wow! So we got those. We we got a ton of uh, ZyCar stuff. A ton of Calibre. A ton of Lotus. Um, I
0: saw you use the uh, ZyCar Deep V. I do. Yep. See, I use the Calibre Deep V. So
2: the Calibre, I I actually like it better because the the ring gauge of it is it's, smaller uh-huh. and it holds your cigar better. That ZyCar, you've got to. Cut it with a purpose. You've got to right. You got to be thinking about what you're You've doing. You got
0: to look at your tip
2: right because the um the bowl is for. I think you can get a sixty four ring gauge cigar mm. in there, so your cigar will move around on you to where and it's just personal preference, you know. But that colibre man, you put it in there, it's perfect. It yeah, it's just in right. In fact,
0: we were talking about that on the show not long ago. Maybe the last one I don't remember, but it's almost like the perfect cutter. Like, you know, the cutters that have the back where you can't stick it in too far? Right, right. That deep V is almost the same because you don't even have to think about it. You yep. just put the tip in, cut it, and you're done.
2: Whenever I have somebody that comes in that says, you know, I've I've never smoked a cigar. How do I even cut this? I I have a Perdomo cutter with the back on it. Nice. That's perfect because you can't cut too much.
0: Right. You know, so. can't screw it up.
2: Right. And that's that's a perfect way to get somebody started. But. I I use a little bit different. You know, I I'll use a, a flat cut, I'll use a, a deep B, sometimes I'll use a punch. We have one over there that's um it's really nice. One side of it is a deep V, the other side's a flat straight cut. Oh that's cut. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah.
0: yeah, I I was always a straight cut, always. Yep. And then, you know, I I was not a fan of the V cut at all. But then when the deep V came out I was even resistant and people were like, Oh, you gotta try this. And I was like, I don't like a V cut. And they're like, This is not like your regular V Cut. Right. And then once I tried it, I was like, Yeah, I gotta get one of those.
2: I use a I use a deep V on a a larger ring gauge cigar. Like a sometimes I'll use it on a fifty two, but if it's a fifty four or bigger, I'll use a deep V. If it's a small, like a a, how
0: often do you smoke cigars that are bigger than fifty four?
2: Um, not a lot. Okay. I, uh, most, your Perdomos are 54 ring gauges. Um, every now and then I'll grab one of the, the Perdones, uh, that's a 54 or bigger or maybe one of the My Fathers, um, that Florida, Los Antilles. um, I like the bigger ring gauge in that one. If I do that, I'll, I'll deep
0: V that. If See, I'm, I'm a smaller ring gauge. I'm a 46 to 52.
2: And that's that's where, that's my wheelhouse for the most of it. When right. I
0: smoke the Perdomos, I'm like, oh, that's big. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's funny because I used to smoke the 60s like they were going out of style. Yeah. But that was whenever I thought I looked cool. Right, you right. You know what I mean? Now I just want to enjoy the blend.
2: That's like when we were talking with that um, that cigar, one of my cigars that was my go-to favorite right now, that, um, that Rojas Statement. That's a Lancero, you know? And man, you get so much more flavor from that wrapper because a lot of people don't think a lot about of wrapper. Yeah. A lot of people think, well, that's just a little bit of wrapper. No, it's actually a lot. It's overlapped uh, as it rolls up the cigar. So you get tons more flavor of that wrapper versus just tasting the the binder and the filler.
0: And that's my whole philosophy. Like one of my favorite cigars is the uh, Medallia from McAuliffe. I like it in the 6x46. I know a lot of people like it in a Toro, but I'm like in the 46 ring gauge, I'm getting more wrapper per filler. Mm -hmm. And so I think that I get more flavorful, the blends Yep, and to each their own. Right. It's it's personal preference. If if Dan Thompson's listen to each his own. (laughs) So, uh, well, shoot, man, we want to say before we go, I want you to tell everybody how they can find us.
2: We also one thing real quick. Yeah, we also have a, our locker room back there.
0: You know, we have members that come Dude, in. That's a very unique locker room too. You showed me that earlier, and it has holes cut out in the door, right. of the each locker. Yep. And the humidor is actually part of that room because there's no divider up top, right? So the humidification in the humidor is actually in the locker room,
2: right? And we also have um, added humidification the little um, humidifier up top there on the Is that this what side. that is?
1: Yep.
0: Oh. Okay. It just keeps it
2: perfect. You know, and um the good thing about that is our customers come in, they can leave their cigars. They can leave uh, a bottle that they brought in there.
0: I tell you what I thought was really unique is and I've never seen it anywhere, is you have lockers which most cigar shops have lockers, but you guys actually have drawers. Yep. Yep. So basically it's like having your own humidor if you just want to put cigars in there. Right. And yep. that is handy.
2: Yep. And the, the cool thing with that, man, is, um, we've got three different sizes over there and of the drawers, no, of okay, the, lo- the lockers okay. all together. So we've got a, a 14 inch by 12 by 12. Um, that'll, that'll fit a full bottle of, you know, Balvini or whatever you want to put in there. We've got a 12 by 12 by 12 and you can still hold like the smaller bottles. Uh-huh. And both of those, if you, if, if you become a member, that comes with 10% off of everything you buy. Nice. And that's on top of your rewards. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So, and then the drawers, um, they they come with a 5% discount. So nice, and what we even get sometimes is like me and you want to go in on on a big locker. We you get five percent, I get five percent. Very nice off of everything. Yeah, very nice. So that's one thing, man. We have a lot of we have a lot of awesome rewards and, and discounts for everybody.
0: You know what? We, what we were telling earlier is how the consumers and your cigar smokers have taken care of you guys throughout this COVID season. Well, you give back yep. in so many ways. Not, I mean, you have your amazing man cave mondays right then you have your events and then your rewards i mean so it's a really nice relationship that you guys have built with your consumers because they get a great experience and they're taking care of you at the same time right so i mean that's the way it needs to be
2: yeah our our shop here it's a great shop i mean there's there's thousands of shops in the world sure but this is This is ours, and when a customer comes in here,
0: it's theirs. And you know what I really like about it is how nice and comfortable it is, but it's also super clean. Right. Yep. I mean, you know, you go to in some shops that have been around a while, the cleanliness is not on the top of their priority list. Yeah. And so it's really nice atmosphere in here.
2: Yeah. We, that's something that we take a lot of pride in. You know, I mean, with cigars you can get yeah
0: when i got here you were cleaning right and i was like it looks clean already right yeah so nice job
2: yeah we we try to make sure it's it's spotless in here you know i mean you this is your home away from home we want you to want to come here we want to hang out with us and relax you know
0: and so do most of your cigar smokers that hang out here do they live in mckinney or i mean do they come from other places as well because this is kind of like a you know, one city after the next around here.
2: So I would say it's probably both. Um, we have a we have a ton of guys that come and, and gals. They they live locally. They come down here and this is their home away from home. We have we have the people that come down and they'll go to one of the many restaurants we got on the square just a block away. You know, like Rick's Chop House, have a big steak, come down here afterwards, have a cigar, um, bring your own bottle of wine, you know, whatever, whatever you want. And then um, you'd be surprised, man. I checked some guys out the other day were, that were from Omaha, Nebraska. Wow! And I was like, "What? What brought you in?" They were going to a wedding down here, so you know we're we're still. We've only been in business here for almost a year and a half now, a little over a year and a half. Um, we're getting our name out there even more and more. Social media, Facebook, uh, Infuego, McKinney. Well,
0: I was going to ask you that. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Yeah,
2: um, our our. Website or our Facebook page and Instagram is at Infuego McKinney. Okay, um, just as it, as it sounds as it spells. Um, we have people that find us there. You can Google us. You know.
0: Well, we'll have put a link down below the episode. So if you want to look them up, we'll actually yep. have a link to your website, your Facebook, your Instagram, and all that good stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool.
2: Um, we have people from all over the place that come.
0: And you, so the people that were from Omaha, did you tell them that you're living up that? Area? I did,
2: and I tell them, hey. I come down usually once a month or so. If you ever need anything, give me a call. Nice. You know, I don't mind bringing them back up there. You Heck know, yeah. Saves saves them on shipping. You know, I sell cigars. It's a win win. It's a
0: win win. Everybody's happy. Right, right. And I mean, being from Omaha, you guys carry a lot of stuff that they can't get up there. Right. Yeah. So, and I've been to the Safari. You've been mm-hmm. there. They have a beautiful humidor. Very nice. It's all teak wood. Yep. Very impressive, but. Even that being said, and that's a big humidor. It is. You guys still have a lot of stuff they don't have. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys have a lot of stuff I haven't seen in a lot of shops.
2: Yeah, that's one of the things with the Enfuego brand. You know, the four shops that are down here, um, we have a lot of good selections. Uh, and um, we were talking to a guy earlier, and each one has most of the same staples, the stapled cigars in there. But each, each lounge will have some different ones, too. Right. You know, so, I mean— i don't know i mean there's there's always cigars that people hey do you have this man no i, I don't i don't we don't carry that well one. you know that's but, that,
0: that comes down to like people who's always hunting right you yeah. know what i mean they're looking for that something that you can't find anywhere right? and so i do the same thing i go to a shop i'm like hey i haven't had a um, jt signature series do you have those and usually the answer is no But if you do come across one, you're like, yes, yes, yeah, kind of like finding bottles of bourbon that you've been looking for, or scotch, or wine, or anything. Exactly, yeah. So,
2: but man, we have a we have a ton. I mean, whatever, pretty much whatever you could think of, it's probably sitting in there. You know, most likely.
0: Yeah, I was impressed well hey man thanks for coming on the yeah. show thanks for having us here I, I love the shop we're gonna have to come back up here more often
2: absolutely man thanks for having
0: us oh absolutely and uh this episode will be coming out uh monday tomorrow cool so you can have all your people listen to uh, the show and they can find out a little bit more about you appreciate it man thank hey, you. you're welcome thank you brother guys hope you enjoyed that interview with michael cook man the enfuego cigar lounge in mckinney is a must stop if you get up that way man we're hanging out there right now we're doing the show from there it's a comfortable place they have a great selection of cigars they have great accessories and the lounge is just super comfortable and clean so go by there check them out and they do so much stuff for their clients they have the man cave uh monday one day a month and then they have specials they have reward program they do special events so it's definitely worth your time to go by there and check it out I know that after the show's over, I'm going back in the humidor and cleaning up before I go home.
1: Yes, sir. We're going to do that. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So, hey, let's talk about Moose Mountain Goods.
1: Oh, man. So, what do, I you, what was do the, you think? I'm, I'm really enamored with the coffee.
0: Um, I, I mean, we've got two bags sitting here, and we have the Silverton, which is actually my favorite, and it's the Ethiopian. And usually the Ethiopians are pretty strong and bitter, and what I like about this Ethiopian is smooth.
1: Yeah, they've got the roast down correct on this. They really it adds a lot of flavor, but it's not burnt, and you know it's real smooth. It still has that African kind of twang to it, right? But it's nice, you know. Yeah,
0: it's not that bitter twang. No, it's, no. it's kind of like. Ah. Yeah, exactly. I love it. But so anyway, these guys sponsor our weekly giveaway. They send you out uh coffee and so let's go ahead and get to our weekly winner and this week's lucky winner is dante mason congratulations to dante uh you got to have a 3470 in your email address nice. that's way we know we have the right guy but all you have to do is send me an email in the subject line to rob at cigar talk doc, excuse me rob at cigar talk podcast.com and in the subject line put cigar talk winner and then put your name email address your mailing address, and whether you want beans or ground, and they will ship you whichever you prefer. So if you're not registered, go by our website. All you got to do is put in your name and your email address. We're not going to send out a bunch of emails. You're registered. How many emails have you got from us? Zero. <laughs> we don't do that. We don't hound people. Cause... In fact, I registered
1: twice because I wasn't sure you got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I don't like doing that because I – let me tell you something. This last week, I cleaned up one of my Gmail accounts. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. I had 41,000 emails just because I just never mess with it. Mm -hmm. And I want to say out of those 41,000, probably 39,000 were just, you know, constant. You need to check this out. You need to check this out. And I get so tired of that. So anyway, if you ever register, go by our website and register. We're not going to bother you, but you'll have a chance to win uh, our giveaway every single week. So make sure you do that. So... Let's talk for a minute. You've been here before to Enfuego. Yes, sir. How was the other cigar smokers? Were they like welcoming? Were they like, you know, snooty? Were they, you
1: know, what was it like when you came in? Uh, You know, you talk a lot about Brothers of the Leaf, and that's exactly what it is. There's a camaraderie here. I I came in just to one other guy in here and we just started chit chatting away, you know, a little bit about sports, a little bit about his business, talking about my business and just creating that vibe where you can actually just have a good conversation. You can listen to one another. You can, what's nice is. What I found in cigar shops is people listen and then respond to your answer, which a lot of times. Where they're listening. Yeah. They just, they're just waiting to talk, to to say what they have to say. Right. Cigars put you in a place for 45 minutes to an hour. You can't really get up and go. You got to kind of be there for that cigar. And that experience just creates an openness to talk. It does. It's.
0: Can you imagine What the world Would be like If cigar smokers Were in charge
1: <laughs> That would be amazing Wouldn't it It'd be nice. We would all
0: just be Laid back Having a good time Nobody's judging Other people And it's just You know That's what life Should be about And that's one of the reasons That I love being part Of this cigar community yeah. And that's what Brought me in Just like I told you Smoking cigars With my dad And my brothers mm-hmm. You know When I go to a cigar shop I get that same type Of experience With people right. I don't even know And so that's what the cigar community is all about. And that's what I love about Enfuego is they have that atmosphere when you come in. Yeah. So, well, Hey man, that's going to wrap it up for this week. And Sean, we want to say thank you for filling in for Bryant. My pleasure. Uh, you know, I think that you probably are a little bit more intelligent than Bryant. Definitely better looking. I'm <laughs> not and, sure about that, but okay. oh yeah, you got to take that one. I mean, you've seen his selfies. I mean, they're plastered <laughs> all over the place. But uh, also, you guys that may not know the cigar pulpit podcast go by there and check that out Bryant was up in St. Louis this week and while he was up there he met up with Gator and Nick and he's actually on their show and I haven't had an opportunity to listen to it yet but I heard last night on the hearth that I hold Bryant back and that he was hilarious (laughs) on this show so I can't wait to listen to it myself so if you haven't been by the Cigar Pulpit show go by there Bryant's on there as their guest I know I'm going to be listening and I highly recommend that you do too and then you let me know if you think i'm holding bryant back because I, I gotta find out what his true talents are when i'm not around
1: well i say you guys are great together right when i listen to the podcast i feel like i'm just sitting there with you guys smoking a cigar you're busting on each other a little bit you're ribbing each other i go man those are people i want to know well so. you know
0: what we we have a great relationship we go pretty far back as cigar brothers and so when we hang out and do the show it, it really is just us hanging out you know what i mean yeah. and we give you the the straight cut truth of of whatever we have to talk about and when we're done we usually hang out for another hour and shoot the breeze and smoke another cigar, cigar. <laughs> so we, we we go way back and everybody knows that listen to the show that before we got started we played madden and i just whipped his ass every week that's
1: not what he says but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> well
0: hey man we do appreciate you filling in for him and for you guys that uh listen to the show hope you enjoyed it and until next week Keep smoking.